With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 241 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about all the exciting things that have happened with Mississippi State Baseball this last week. We're going to talk about a show Melanie has watched and some things that we have been reading. We're going to talk about our not-so-exciting 4th of July plans. And I'm going to share my five favorites for this week. Also, remember that so much of what we like and use and enjoy, you can find in our Amazon shop. And you can find that Amazon shop at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. As always, we are so glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy episode 241. Hey, everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And I don't know if you've heard, but the Mississippi State Bulldogs are the college baseball national champions. You don't say. I feel like I really (laughs) haven't seen that anywhere or heard about it. I have have hardly mentioned it on Twitter. I've hardly mentioned it. Listen, (laughs) I feel like all of us were Mississippi State Bulldogs. Have I ever been so happy for a team that wasn't my team I don't think so. So tell me, I feel like everybody wants to know the thoughts, the reactions. Did you have to vacuum? Like what? Oh, listen. Tell us it all. Let me, let me just start off by saying that last Monday we recorded the podcast and we had game one of Vandy that night. And I had already planned that I was going to cook every night of the World Series. You know, I was going to make something for dinner. Mm-hmm. Just to hoping maybe that would just be two nights, knowing it could be three. Yes. But just to try to make it a little more festive, you know, just to try to make it a little, yeah. a little celebratory. Well, Alex had asked, I guess it was Sunday or Monday morning, if I would make hamburger steak for Monday night. So I made a hamburger mm-hmm. steak. I made twice baked potatoes. I roasted broccoli. And listen, Vandy just pummeled us in the first inning. We were yeah. having a hard time with pitching. Vandy did not have a hard time with the bats and they yes. end up winning that game eight two. So yeah. Monday wow. was not our favorite, but but yeah. you you know, you've spent the season with this team. You know that yeah. they they rally. They yeah. they don't seem to get super down on themselves. So you just hope, you know, you come back that you come back on Tuesday in that game two and that it's not Vandy's national championship game. And sure yeah. enough, like like this team has been all season. We put on a hitting clinic in game yeah, two. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. We win 13 to 2. We we pitched that game with two guys who have not been starters this year. Houston Harding started a little bit at, towards the end of the season. But okay. but we get through that game somehow and use two pitchers. <laughs> but, I'm crazy. And crazy. Like, what? I, I, I've said it a thousand times, but... But what Preston Johnson did in that game, coming in as he relieved Houston Harding, and he comes in and he just drills it for the whole time he's in there. He finishes the game. Like, we didn't have mm-hmm. to use Landon Sims. It was big. Yeah. So, we go into game three. By the way, the second night, I fried chicken. Then- okay. Well, that's why. <laughs> that, that tells us all we need to know. If everybody was wondering what was the key to the turnaround, I think it's in the fried chicken. Yeah. Surely, it was the fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about Third Love. If you know me, and I think you do, you know that I have my comfy essentials for a nice day at home. It's raining currently this week, and so I have big plans to curl up in some comfortable pajamas with Piper and Mabel and read some books and watch some shows on Netflix. And for me, a relaxing day at home starts with the essentials. I need a bra that I don't want to rip off, and I need comfortable pajamas. And Third Love has created perfectly fitted underwear and loungewear. They have unbeatable comfort in cup sizes that come in double A through I and lounge and sleepwear that come in sizes XS through 3X. Plus this summer, I've got some trips coming up and some things where I'm going to need some presentable loungewear that's maybe better than the t-shirt I've had since I was in college. And Third Love creates high quality sleep and loungewear so you can be comfortable and look presentable. To me, what I love about Third Love is the online shopping experience. They have a fitting room quiz that tells you all the things that you need to know. What size, what shape, what's the problem with your existing loungewear and underwear? How can you make it better? How can it fit you better? So you can get the level of fit and comfort you deserve when you go to Third Love and look at their bras, their underwear, their sleep and loungewear. They have more than 80 sizes and every Third Love bra is made with signature memory foam cups, no slip straps and a scratch-free band. You can find your new favorite everyday essentials from their all-new Feather Lace collection to their number one rated 24-7 classic t-shirt bra. If you don't feel like getting dressed in the morning, you don't have to because Third Love Lounge and Sleepwear is so great. From lazy Sundays on the couch to weekend outings, it's designed with premium cotton fabrics available in drapey, easy fits. And here's what I love about Third Love. They have a perfect fit promise. They stand behind their products. If you don't love it, exchanges and returns are free, but I know you'll love it. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists is available via chat or email to answer all your questions. And Third Love knows you deserve to feel comfortable and confident 24-7. So right now, they are offering Big Boo listeners 20% off your first order. You can go to thirdlove.com slash bigboo now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash bigboo for 20% off today. So the third game, I will have to say, I was not nearly as nervous as I had anticipated. There was uh something, I don't know, one of the SEC Network reporters had run into Tanner Allen that day in an elevator and tweeted about it and said to him, he said, you know, y'all have been so composed and so loose, like this whole time. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, what is it about y'all? Y'all just, y'all never seem to get down. And Tanner Mm -hmm. Allen apparently just looked straight ahead and he said, we just believe. Mm, And so, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so we knew we had Will Bednar who Alex and Mm -hmm. I saw pitch, 
the game of our lifetime the first night we were at the College World Series. Yeah. Um, he he struck out 15 people in that game. God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And so we had him for Wednesday night and we had Landon Sims, who was our very best reliever. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you feel good about it. But that but but yeah. Andy's pitching Kumar Rocker, who is a little bit of a legend, like yeah. even even now he's a little bit of a legend. He's such a gifted pitcher. Mm-hmm. But I will have to say, first play of the game, Rocker pitches to Rowdy Jordan, who's our leadoff guy. Mm-hmm. And Rowdy hits that thing in right field and I thought, Oh, we're 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 yeah. gonna show up for this. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and it was just that kind of game where Vandy, they had struggled with errors in the postseason anyway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We did not make a single error in the College World Series, which is unbelievable to me. Like, not one error. Yeah. Zero unbelievable. errors. That's like a record, right? It had never happened before. I don't think it's ever happened before. And uh-huh. so Rowdy hits that ball, and then eventually it's 1-0 after the first. And Will Bednar was struggling a little bit in the beginning, but then he comes back out And he starts to find his way. He ends up pitching Mm -hmm. a no-hitter while he's in the game. I think he pitched six innings, no hits. Unbelievable. And there was a point where, this is one of my favorite things. There was a point where Mm -hmm. he comes out, like, out of the inning. I guess it's maybe in the, after the third. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But he looks at, you know, pitchers are usually pretty stoic and pretty, they say to themselves during the game. But he looks at the guys on that team and, and like, Mm -hmm. points his finger and says, we will not lose. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I feel good about it. So, Rocker ends up coming out. Will pitches another two innings, I think, after Rocker comes out. And when Rocker came out, I I just, I thought, we're going to be able to to hang with their relief pitchers. And we end up winning the game nine to nothing. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and so there's that, right? Because we've yeah. never won a national championship before. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. And I think, cause here's how I felt good. So even Monday night, cause I texted you after this, after the game and I said, other than a terrible first inning, which was right. truly one of the worst innings of baseball ever <laughs> for a team. I mean, I'm just going to say it was not great. It was, it was terrible. But I mean, other than that inning, but I think that said so much of that team because they could have just quit at that point and they didn't. Right. And I was like, and then they hung. Cause I was like the rest of the game, if you take out that first inning, they were, they were in it, you know? And then I felt like Tuesday because here's, I've watched enough baseball to know when your bats get hot, yeah. your bats are hot. Like you're, it's you're contagious. Mm-hmm. It's contagious. And so like once y'all did that, I don't think I would have known. I don't think I could have predicted y'all would have won Wednesday night by as much as you won. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when the bats are hot, the bats are hot. Yeah. And like, it's just, it just, it, it feeds it. So I felt really good about it going into Wednesday. I didn't text you that because of course I'd never want to jinx anything. No, no. And like, and even when you texted me Monday night and you said, except for that bad first inning, y'all hung with them. But you know, because you're an A&M fan, Uh sometimes that's how we have to, that's how we have to make our way through hard times. Right. Yeah. It's we, we have to say, well, in, in the middle two quarters of the game uh-huh. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to find the more, we're going to find a moral victory. Sure. I mean, there's always going to be a moral victory, but what a win to have an actual victory. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I, I didn't know how I would react when, you know, when I feel like in the seventh inning after uh-huh. Kellum Clark hit that three run homer, I feel like I settled into the fact that Vandy wasn't coming back and we were going to win. Yeah. We were pitching Landon Sims. Um, our dugout looked like a bunch of eight-year-old boys hanging over over a jungle Mm -hmm. gym and the Vandy dugout looked just like they just looked defeated yeah so I I started to think we we may really 
do this do and, and yeah. listen on that final out, which honestly, I'm not so sure it was an out. I really, I kind of think the Vandy guy was safe at first on that final end mm-hmm. of the game, but, yeah, but I mean, you know, so. but listen, they didn't challenge it. Yeah. And, uh-huh. um, but I put my head in my hands and I could not stop crying. I bawled like a uh. baby because it's just about so much more than yes. baseball. You've watched them for so long. You have been on this journey for so long. <laughs> Yes. And like, you're so happy for those guys. Uh Um, But over the course of a season, I mean, they won 50 baseball games this season. I mean, that's incredible. Over the course of a season, you just, you feel like you get to know them a little bit and you, you you know how they lead and you know how they respond. And, and what was so neat about this particular college world series for us that I don't, I don't necessarily know that I would have had the same perspective for any other one because we've never we've we've made it to the finals before but we've never made it to the third game of the finals Uh but like that first game that Alex and I saw in Omaha was like the pitching performance of a lifetime I will never see people pitch like that again yeah and then that's the second game against Virginia we were down we were down we were down we were down Uh and then we came alive in the eighth and it Uh started with Callum Clark and then Tanner Allen hit that three run home run and, yeah. and then we lose to Texas. We come back in the next game against Texas. And two guys who don't normally play that much, Braylon yeah. Skinner and Tanner Leggett, come in and win that ball game. And then uh-huh. we have the bad game against Vandy. But then it's this, it's the same deal. Like you've got two pitchers who carry us through that next one. And the bats are just alive. And then uh-huh. in that final game, it was just like everybody doing their thing. Lane Forsyth, who plays shortstop, had been in such a slump. In the postseason, and then he just comes alive with that second game against Fandy. So it was just neat to see how everybody had a particular way that they helped the team to get to the end of it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Well, I don't know if you've heard this saying, but there is no I in team. That's right. And so. (laughs) That's right. I've never, I've never heard it. I've never heard something it. I just a little something I just came up with, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, but I just think that it's to see a team and that's, and it's the chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, you know, it's so funny because it's the million dollar you and I have followed sports enough to know where it's like the intangible that yep. nobody can recruit for and nobody can plan for. And it takes a really good coach to get it going is mm-hmm. a good team chemistry. And those guys played for each other. The batters, I mean, the batters were wanting to hit for the pitchers. Like right. everybody was, was in it. And I just, I love that. You know, that is the stuff that parental sports pep talks are made of. Uh, absolutely. Will Bednar said in some post-game interview, I've only watched about 72 of them, so I can't mm-hmm. tell you which yeah. one. But he said when he was pitching in that third game that he knew that his defense had his back, especially those guys in the infield. Mm-hmm. Like what mm-hmm. Lane Forsythe did at shortstop, I mean, just across the board, just nothing got past those guys. Mm -hmm. And um, so I don't know. I loved how they they fought together. And I told, maybe it was Emma Kate a couple of days ago, you know how I love leadership. Like, I love to see leadership in action. I love to identify it and point it out and all those things. Mm -hmm. And what Chris Lamonis did, our head coach in this postseason, Mm -hmm. and those assistant coaches, um, our pitching coach, Scott Foxhall, how he handled those personalities and how mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't know just across the board like how he kept them steady 
for that yeah. whole postseason, how he kept them steady in that College World Series mm-hmm. final is a master class in leadership, you know, yep. and, and, and yep. he said over and over this season, you don't get too high, you don't get too low, but he yep. really lived that out, I think, in that final series, because they, they just, after that kind of disastrous first inning, Mm-hmm. They really sort of settled in and they just played baseball like they have all year. I'm so proud of them. I'm so yeah. happy for Mississippi State. I'm so mm-hmm. happy for that team. And listen, they had a parade in Startville on Friday afternoon that ended in the baseball stadium. And it by the time they got to the baseball stadium, and it looked like it was on SEC Network. Um, mm-hmm. it, it looked like a regional game. It was packed. It was 15 I or 16,000 people just so happy for those guys it's so fun hey it's me taking a quick break to tell y'all why i love thrive market first of all i used to think that organic groceries were way too expensive and i hated adding an extra stop to my grocery shopping i didn't want to have to take the extra time to go get the foods that i knew or were better for us because it's just easier to stop in one place but thankfully there's thrive market Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. That is such a win. They'll deliver what you need so you can spend more time on what matters, which may be watching Netflix because I'm not here to judge your life or my own. Thrive Market works directly with your favorite organic brands so you get the highest quality products without the retail markup. You wouldn't believe how much money I've been able to save getting some of my favorite organic things that I used to feel like were too pricey because of the Thrive Market savings. You can shop everything from ethically sourced pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. Plus, you can easily shop by diets and values like keto, gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, fair trade certified, and more. Thrive Market makes it so easy. For us, we love Thrive Market's selection of granola and snacks. Caroline's working at the vet office this summer, and so she doesn't really have time to ever grab lunch. And so Thrive Market has been our go-to to get snacks that she can put in a bag to take with her to work that are easy and healthy to eat on the go. She loves the late July jalapeno lime chips, the dry and roasted salted macadamia nuts. There's a savory paleo snack mix that is so good, and we also love their Chomps beef sticks. Plus, there's so much more. Y'all know that I'm into all my health supplements and my beauty supplements, and I get some of my very favorite health supplements from Thrive Market. I love their ancient nutrition collagen protein. I add the powder to my coffee in the morning. The Hum Glow Sweet Glow Gummies for my skin and hair. I also just tried the winged CBD calming gummies for my PMS weeks and the winged melatonin gummies to help me sleep at night, and they are amazing. I can't say enough about Thrive Market. And if that isn't enough reason to shop with them, Thrive Market is also good for you and the planet. Orders are shipped for free and delivered with carbon-neutral shipping from their zero-waste warehouses. And to top it off, when you join, you give back. Through Thrive Gives, their one-for-one membership matching program, every paid membership sponsors a free one for a low-income family. Go to thrivemarket.com bigboo today. You can join today and get $20 off your first order and a free gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash big boo to get $20 off your first order and a free gift. Thrivemarket.com slash big boo. Well, one of my favorite, and I saw it on Twitter and there again, I don't know who it was, um, but I guess it was from two years ago since we didn't have a College World Series last year, but it was one of the former players. It was when y'all got eliminated last year and one of the players 
what looked like was got real teary and he looked at coach lemon limonis or however you say his name and was just like you're gonna bring a national championship like Jack you're Mangum. gonna win and mm-hmm. yes and i was like god i love that so much mm-hmm. like just to see that those players love that coach and they want to play for him and he knew it and he called it and mm-hmm. i was like oh my gosh i love that so much that was like one of my favorite like post game things that i saw i mentioned this on instagram no on twitter one day last week but there are the two guys who do the SEC Network baseball games for state, Bart Gregory uh-huh. and Charlie Winfield. They do a podcast after home games, you know, uh-huh. just like a recap kind of podcast. And it's it's called Out of Left Field. Anyway, they went back to the Hilton. I told you this. They uh-huh. went back to the Hilton after the game Wednesday night. And I don't know where they set up. Just a corner somewhere. Yeah. And they sat down and they talked about the game. And they called former players like Jake Mangum. They oh, called I Jeff Brantley. They called Cole Gordon, who was a great relief pitcher for us a few seasons ago. Anyway, they just called all these guys who have been uh-huh. on the baseball team and it was that was so fun to hear those former players react and respond you could hear the crowd you uh-huh. know state people in the background it's just been you know for state to have loved baseball as long as it yes. has and we have really been a baseball school my entire life and so uh-huh. to finally get it you know listen i may yeah. have ordered a little bit of national championship merchandise well yeah <laughs> I mean, that goes without saying. May have, may have picked up a couple of things. Um, But even, I was in the grocery store, I guess it was Friday, and was headed down um, the aisle to get some bacon. And Uh a man in an Alabama shirt stopped me and just talked about how fun it was to watch us win and how they had watched Uh every bit of it and how proud he was for us. And I don't know, that's kind of sweet when you feel like you have other schools who are cheering for you just because they know how much it means. You know, I, yeah. I, I told one of our football coaches, one of Alex's football coaches last week, I was like, this is how Alabama feels every January. Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They don't even care. I mean, it's like so old school to them. They like don't even care. Yeah. It's something about like when you haven't had it, you're like, oh my gosh, like this is, so this is how this feels. Mm-hmm. This is how victory feels. This is it. So I'm, yeah. it's been super fun. And uh, I have watched the game a lot. I have rewatched uh-huh. portions of it a lot, but it's just been a fun way to, so, you know, it's the only way you can end your season with a victory is to win it all. And they did. Yeah. Yeah. God, what a, what a way to go out. What a way to end a baseball season after a year of not having a baseball season. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And the other like, thing about it, I think, you know, I get real reflective in uh-huh. when things like this happen. Not that I've ever experienced a national championship personally, but like that, the whole span of the college world series, I think being able to, to take that road trip with Alex, I think being yes. able to experience, you know, I think Midwestern hospitality is so underrated. I think uh-huh. we hear so much about Southern hospitality, but that whole Midwestern vibe is its own deal. And uh-huh. so many wonderful people and, and so welcoming to all the schools who were in Omaha, but like just to experience that, just to drive through the countryside, to drive up through the middle of the United States, you know, in the middle of the summer, yeah. all this stuff growing and, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> all yeah. these people who sort of keep the wheels in motion in terms of keeping our country fed uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. It was just a real reminder, the whole experience of the things that matter, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Right down. I mean, from from the experience of the road trip to like never saying quit 
when you're in a difficult situation, Mm -hmm. to watching a team stick together, to see all the Mississippi State fans who went to Omaha, just their deep loyalty to that team. It's been it's been encouraging. That's what I will say. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a good listen. It was a great way to spend the first part of the summer. Mm -hmm. You know, like it really was. It was just yeah, it was really fun. Hey, it's me taking a break to tell you about Care Of, a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long-term. Y'all, I feel like one of the things that we don't talk about that is the magic of living in 2021 is that we can get anything we need basically delivered to our door, including a great vitamin regimen. Care Of is where high-quality products meet personalization. All of Care-of's products are formulated with good-for-you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. And Care-of is super transparent about the research and sourcing behind each one of their products. And it makes it so easy to get back into an easy-to-follow routine. Y'all know that I take a lot of vitamins and supplements, and so sometimes I need it to be easy. And the thing about Care-of is your recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into or starting a routine. I keep mine right by my coffee pot, so in the morning, I open up my packet, I know exactly what I need to take for the day, and it makes it so simple and easy. Plus, the Care Of app allows you to track your routine and earn rewards like discounts and free products when you're consistent with taking your vitamins. Sometimes I need that kind of motivation. You can get quick, reliable results for what you want and what you need thanks to Care Of's online quiz. They have an in-depth online quiz that takes the guesswork out of vitamins and asks you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, your health concerns, what you're worried about, so you get a personally tailored approach to your unique health needs, and you can retake the quiz at any time as your goals and needs change. Follow Care-of's expert recommendations or adjust your pack at any time. What you get is totally up to you. You can get 50% off your first Care-of order if you go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code BIGBOOCAST50. Again, for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code BIGBOOCAST50. I'm so excited because now we transition out of that and what, in two weeks we have the Olympics. We have the Olympics. If I had an Olympic theme that I could play without violating some sort of copyright law, I would do it right Mm -hmm. now. But it makes me want to play a trumpet. I'll tell you that. Like just... (laughs) just want to sit here and play a trumpet yes of course it does and i will say you're one of the best you're you're one of the best olympic viewers i know i mean you really you go in you learn their stories oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah i'm in i'm Uh in by the time it's all over, I will be crying for a man from the Ukraine mm-hmm. who was adopted That's right. and who never knew his real sister until right. two weeks before the Olympics. And That's now right. she's there with him in Tokyo, mm-hmm. whatever. I am in for all the stories, the sports. I will cheer for things I didn't even know were a sport. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I know. So. I, I mean, even, you know, with the postseason stuff with baseball and the College World Series, after I talked to the Alabama fan in the grocery store the other day, I thought, golly, sports are such a unifier. They just, yes. they just are. I ran into our, our next door neighbor yesterday and he was saying like, we just watched every out. And it's the same with the Olympics. Uh-huh. Like it's just yeah. so nice to have something to focus on where we get to cheer together. 
Yes, it'll make Twitter fun again. Mm-hmm. Like I will, mm-hmm. I will peek my head back around the door of Twitter. Right. I mean, like it's just the whole thing. I can't wait to see what Karen Howe tweets because oh, it's fantastic. It's be, it's, yeah. Speaking of your Olympics, I mean, she'll medal in that for sure. <laughs> That's right. And so it's just, and I love having, it's that thing of there's so few things that we like to all sit and watch together as a family. And I love that I'm sad that the Olympics were canceled last year, but I also am so happy that like these last couple of weeks at Caroline's home, that the Shankles will get to rally around some Olympic events, Yeah, you know, like. And watch them together. And I'm super excited because Annie Kuntz, who was an Aggie soccer player, came in first. And she's going to be in the heptathlon. She's representing the United States in the heptathlon. And we've loved her since she was an Aggie soccer player. And we've followed her career. And there's several Aggies. And so I'm just, listen, I'm so in for the whole thing. It is just, it's going to be the best part of the summer to me. I want to see the parade of countries. Yes. I want to see. I love the parade of countries. Because I love to see what they're wearing. Me too. I like to see the person that they chose to carry the flag. That's when you start to get, it preps you because mm-hmm. that's when you, and if, if you, somebody, you might want to take notes in your phone on this is so-and-so from Nigeria and right. here's his backstory so you can remember it later. Okay. Um, I'm just saying that whole thing. But um, anyway, I'm excited. It's going to be super fun. Now, do you know, because I don't know, who designed what the American team is wearing in the opening ceremonies. Do you know? I don't, it's, I feel like it's always Ralph Lauren, but I don't know that this year. I am curious. I always, but I love seeing what the countries wear. That's always fantastic to me. Yeah. It's the kind of, well, especially as we've had such a dearth of any kind of award shows or anything where we can really appreciate what people are wearing. I'm now more than ever into like, what are we, what are we wearing? Yeah. Yeah. I want to know too. So, okay. So you said y'all recorded Capital Fourth and the Macy's fireworks situation. What else? Anything else for the fourth? Um, we, you know what, we had a really, Perry and I had a really lame fourth. We, but it was fine. So we, our neighborhood parade was on Saturday instead of, um, Sunday. Okay. I think just, I don't know why for a lot of reasons. And so, um, so, oh, I'm seeing Stella McCartney. Oh, that could be promising. Okay. Huh. I don't know if that's correct, but that's what popped up. Um, oh no, Ralph Lauren. Okay. He's created Team USA's 2021 kit. Okay. So, yeah, Ralph Lauren. Okay. All right, you go, Ralph. Um, so anyway, we, so we did the parade. I'm trying to think. Friday. Oh, Friday. Well, anyway, I'll get back to that. But anyway, we did our parade. It was much smaller than normal. So I don't know if it's because everybody was out of town because it was a Saturday Mm -hmm. or people didn't know it was a Saturday instead of a Sunday. But anyway, we did the parade and then Sunday Caroline actually went with Gully and her family and um, Jackson had a group of friends um, who all go to A&M. And so they went to go see Parker McCollum was in concert um, at this whitewater amphitheater. That's in New Braunfels. So she had big plans and then we just had, we had two friends. We, Perry and I had a couple friend over for dinner, um, and just grilled fajitas and hung out. And we laughed because we said we're so old. Cause like they left by like nine o'clock and we were like, great. Now we can watch, (laughs) we can put on our pajamas and watch the fireworks on TV. And that, that is what we did. So, um, but it was, I mean, it was good. We got up and went to church and did that. And I mean, it was, on rain it's supposed to rain here all week which i love a july rain okay um, even though it makes things more humid yeah because it cools things off mm. like it keeps it overcast all day so i feel like our house stays cooler okay. i don't know I, just, I like the rain in the summertime and our yard has never been more green i mean because it's so weird to have this much rain here here um so anyway that's what we did what did y'all do nothing <laughs> okay all right yep. i mean really like it just we just 
we're having new carpet put in the bedroom side of our house in a Mm -hmm. couple of weeks. And that means that every closet has got to be cleaned out from the floor up to like knee level. And so I have really procrastinated doing that a lot Um, over Mm -hmm. the weekend. I just, I, I knew I needed to do it, but I just, I couldn't seem to get going. So I've made a, I promise to myself that I'm going to clean out one closet today. I'm going to clean out one closet today. I'm going to clean out one closet today. But okay. Okay. we've just been pretty, pretty low key. Um, we saw okay. some friends, I guess, Friday, no, Saturday. I don't remember. We went to dinner with some friends, but we just didn't have any big fourth plans. I don't know, but it's okay. it's been fun. Yeah. I don't, I had, listen, I had yeah. t- baseball to watch. I could rewatch the game. So I was fine. So yeah, just one of those years. It's funny how as you get, yeah, like I was glad, I was thrilled that Caroline, because you know, she's still at the age where she would like to have a plan. She doesn't sure. really want to just eat fajitas with her parents and watch fireworks on TV by nine o'clock. Right. That's not really her idea. So I was so glad she had fun plans and she had a great time, but we were real happy to mm-hmm. just be in our pajamas. Yeah. So yeah, um, we were kind of yeah. the same way. Alex went and did some stuff with some friends, but I felt no compulsion to leave the house apparently. So mm-hmm. that's just where yeah. we were, I guess. Sometimes it rains on your birthday. Sometimes the line for coffee wraps around the building. Sometimes gas goes up 10 cents, or who are we kidding, a dollar. Sometimes life just stinks. The good news is you don't have to because Native has your back. Native cares about the products you put on your body. They're about stopping the stink the right way. That's the Native difference. You probably already know about Native's legendary aluminum-free deodorant because I've talked about it, but have you tried their body wash, their toothpaste, or their brand new minerals-based sunscreen? Yes, Native now has a broad-spectrum SPF 30 sunscreen for your face and body. It's lightweight, it absorbs quickly, and you can choose between unscented or coconut and pineapple. I recently used the coconut and pineapple while Caroline and I were on our little vacation, and it is amazing. It smells like summer, it feels so good on, and it absorbs so quick so you don't have that weird white sheen like you can get with some sunscreens. Native is on a mission to overhaul your entire hygiene routine by putting the care and self-care with products carefully made to work against odor that are made with simple ingredients and smell great. You can get their deodorant and body wash in amazing scents like coconut and vanilla, citrus and herbal musk, lavender and rose. I personally love the cucumber right now. It smells so good and fresh for summer. You can even build your own personalized product bundles. Mix and match three of your favorite scents and keep them on rotation so you have something for every occasion. Stay fresh, stay clean with Native by going to nativedeo.com slash bigboo or use promo code bigboo at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash bigboo, or use promo code bigboo at checkout for 20% off your first order. So Friday night, was it Friday night? Friday night, I watched Eliza Schlesinger has a new movie on Netflix called Good on Paper. Okay. um, Which is a movie that she wrote and stars in based on a real life experience that she had, which is really bizarre when you watch the movie um oh. it's not it's not a romantic comedy it's it's a comedy but it's also kind of a I don't know it was interesting I liked it I like her um I thought it was a I thought it was an interesting story especially knowing that there was some truth to it okay um and it could be watched as like a, I felt like I want to tell Caroline to watch it as a cautionary tale oh, you know yeah so um so anyway so I watched that but then I'll tell you what I finished watching that you had recommended to me was Starstruck I want to hear more about that because 
I oh. loved it so much. Oh. I loved it. It reminded me, it kind of has, and you had said that you, you had liked it, like you hadn't liked anything that much since Never Have I Ever. Yes. Um, which was Mindy Kaling's show um, that was on last summer. But it reminded me of a Never Have I Ever because it reminded me of a like a the the writing and the acting and everything. It reminded me of a Mindy Kaling type mm-hmm. thing. You know, it was that same kind of smart, funny, real dialogue, quirky characters. Like the main character was so much heart. Like you related to her. She was yes. just like an every girl, which yes. I loved. I did too. Um, I thought it was so good. I really, really liked it. And it was a quick watch, but I was real sad when it was over. Yeah, it's only six episodes and the episodes are really about 20, 22 minutes a piece. So uh-huh. it doesn't take long to watch it. I, I mentioned this on our last Patreon episode. This is not a covenant relationship that's playing out on a television series. So just, no. you know. And it, it's not for the children. It's not it's for a, the children. It's an adult show. Yeah. Yeah. But I just thought as far as the likability of the characters, there was a sweetness Mm -hmm. to it. There was just, I don't know, it has a whole lot of heart. And it's kind of a reverse Notting Hill. I think that's what Jamie Golden said the first time I heard her mention it on the podcast. But it's kind of a reverse Notting Hill situation. But it's darling. It's just darling. It's so cute. And I love, I had never seen Rose Matafeo before. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know. And now I know that she also has a comedy special, I guess, on HBO Max that yes. I want to watch. Um, but I really liked her. Like I just found her so likable. And then um, I'm probably, but Nikesh Patel, who played the lead yes. um, that was Tom, he was in, and I loved him in Four Weddings and a Funeral, which was Mindy Kaling's on Hulu. Yes. And I remember you liked that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, have you not watched that? No, I've never watched it. Four Weddings it. and a Funeral? Oh, you're going to need to fix that. Okay. You're going to need to watch that. Okay. It's so good. Like, in fact, this made me want to watch that over again. Okay, maybe I'll start that tonight then. Because mm-hmm. I want to watch something, but I need something that's a little... I don't want to watch anything serious or heavy right now. No, then this is perfect. It's mm-hmm. not serious or heavy. And it has starstruck vibes. Like, it's got okay. that same kind of feel. And he's in it. And the characters are also likable. And it's... Yeah. So... um. Anyway, so that was, that's kind of what I did. And then I tried to read, I have a couple of things. Number one, I had started reading the summer before the war because I had finished Giver of Stars, which I loved. Okay. And then I was like, I'm going to stay in my reading thing. So I picked up summer before the war, which I've had forever. It's been sitting forever. And I started it and I'm going to tell you that I got 200 pages in and I just had seen Laura Tremaine talking about reading and she's doing this, you know, you, she reads for 20 minutes a day or whatever. Yeah, I've seen and that. somebody had asked her and she was like, at some point you just have to say like, I'm going to quit this book. Like mm-hmm. you have to give yourself permission. And I'm going to tell you that 200 pages in, I was like, I can't, I was okay. like, it's got 200 more pages. I keep trying to like, there were too many characters. It was too hard to follow. It was, and it was set before world war one and in world war one. So maybe I'm a world war two person, <laughs> maybe. you know, I just couldn't, it was one war too soon. Maybe it so. was one mm-hmm. war too soon. I couldn't, and it was, and I'm sure it was good, but it was very, I just couldn't follow. And it just, it was, too, I don't know. But anyway, so I quit it. But then what I have now picked up was my friend Casey recommended, and she said it was one of her favorite books of all time. And I remember hearing people talk about it. And I was like, why have I never read that? And then I realized it's because it came out in 2003, which was the year I had a baby. Mm. Um, But it's Time Traveler's Wife. Oh, yeah. I remember like when we had blogs at the very beginning, I can remember people like it was almost controversial. I remember everybody talking about Time Traveler's Wife. 
yeah. So I don't know. So anyway, so I'm kind of I've started that. So clearly I'm on the I'm on the cusp of mm-hmm. just the, the cutting edge of of new books that are out. But I thought, well, I want to read this because I remember hearing people talk about it. And so I'm only a couple of pages in, but that's um that's that's where I am. Okay. So well, I yeah. I finished a book yesterday that I started a couple of weeks ago, and then baseball kind of got in the way. But I didn't love it. And and some people who who recommend books who I typically enjoy what they recommend were the reason why I even bought it. But I just it just wasn't for me. It just wasn't it just didn't hit. Okay, it just wasn't the book for the right time. So I Mm -hmm. started last night. Hold on, I'm going to tell you the name of it because I don't remember the name of it. Um, But I can tell I like the tone of it, even though I'm only a few pages in. It's called Finley Donovan is Killing It. And oh. it's a it's a mystery kind of deal, I think, in there. Mm-hmm. And I think there are two books in mm-hmm. the series so far. But Annie B. Jones recommended it. She owns the bookshelf. And I always okay. follow her book recommendations. And so that's what I'm reading right now. Okay, so we did a big thing over the course of the weekend. We left this out of our 4th of July um, rehash. Because really, one yeah. thing that we were both doing over Fourth of July weekend is we completely redid our Amazon shop. Yeah, we did. We put a lot of work into mm-hmm. it too. Yeah. So I think probably you more than me, but we still put a lot of work. Into I don't it. think so. We, you know, it's always just been um, one like one big list. You know, it's just we just mm-hmm. throw stuff in there, and there was one big yeah. list. And so what we've done is we've organized it. And we've put made it into categories. So it's a little easier to to find whatever you might be looking for. And Uh hopefully a little bit a little bit easier for us to to keep track of the stuff that we mentioned. Yeah. So what a what a joy to have that all straightened out. Well, you you suggested it last week and you said, you know, we ought to organize this. And I was like, yes, that would be so helpful because I know when I go to people's Amazon store, I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's really helpful if I can look under like fashion to find what I want as opposed to there's a whole page of random stuff, you know? Yeah. And so so Saturday after the parade, I sat because you were like, okay, you can go on. So I started. And so like one of the categories we have is a Perry approved Mm -hmm. um, list of things. And so I was asking him, I said, what's your knife that you use every day? Like, cause I was trying, cause a lot of y'all like ask like what so many of y'all have asked like what's Perry's favorite flashlight what right. would he put in an emergency kit so we were trying to do that kind of thing and I'm going to tell you that Perry came and sat next to me while I was doing that and he took that job so seriously mm-hmm. and I think we're going to sit down again tonight because he's got more stuff he wants to add excellent that he's, that he's thought about but like he really I'm going to tell you that if he's going to put his name on it which I mean we're the same but I mean it was like I mean I'm going to tell you that he has tires we have we have the official the, tire of the Shankle family we did in, we Recommend. I feel like kind yeah. of makes it the official tire of the big do cast, <laughs> even though it's not the tires that we have on our cars, but still uh-huh. we I, like the Hudson's didn't add any tires to the Amazon shop. Yeah. I, I so appreciate that, that Perry knows that, you know, and that, yeah. I mean, he's willing to, to, to put his stamp of approval on it. So there is, there's yeah. a whole Perry thing. There's a whole dorm thing now that uh-huh. you have shopped for Caroline and a dorm. So it's just, it's a lot better is what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And so now the next thing I've got to try to figure out is how to do a link tree on my on my Instagram. But I, okay. I, maybe tomorrow, maybe not today. I can I can help you with that. You know, it's funny because I when I said that because I went into link tree because like on Amazon profile. So link tree is a thing where you can have multiple links that people can click on. So there's like Amazon store and like our podcast and all that stuff on there. So I went on because I was like, I need to look at my link tree. I haven't done that in forever. And I'm going to tell you that the top link I had on mine currently was the Compassion Christmas Show. And I thought, <laughs> you know. 
maybe time to update that. Maybe. We're maybe. So, we're so good with a system. We're so good with a system. I ran into last week, I ran into a girl I taught several years ago and she's finished college now and she started her own uh like social media and marketing mm-hmm. business and i was like oh mm-hmm. i i probably yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. no. i would make you sad but yeah mm-hmm. with all the things that we don't know i always appreciate that people are like so what was your strategy and i'm like we didn't have a strategy we just <laughs> sophie had some free time and said let's organize our amazon store and so we did i did make was... a list this summer i'm gonna pull it up right now i made a list okay. called summer 2021 things i would like to do oh all right. I did this right when, when school was out, because here's the thing I have for my whole adult life, I have lived in the rhythm of a school year, ex- uh-huh. except for last year during quarantine, which was really, I mean, then that kind of upended me and changed everything. Yeah. But I, I just, I, I, the, the rhythm of productivity to me, a lot of times is tied to bells. Uh-huh. It, it's tied to a school calendar, you know, and, uh-huh. and uh-huh. I, I sort of wind down when school tells me to wind down because that's what the calendar says. So I kind of anticipated that I might be a little all over the place this summer. Um, as I work my way back into, a, I guess I work my way into the fall and I don't have the, the school calendar to kind of propel me. Yeah. So anyway, one of the things I wanted to do in summer 2021 was to organize that Amazon shop. So okay, well, that, well done, Caduce to you well, because and it you. really is organized. Well, I just went on and added, and listen, we're going to go on and add some more stuff, but it'll be so much easier because now I feel like when we mention stuff on like our five favorites or just things that we are trying or whatever, it's like now we can put them in an actual category that makes them easier to find. Yeah. Well, so. um, speaking of five favorites. Yeah, is it that time? It's that time. You ready okay, for some let's go. I'm ready. The first of my five favorites this week is something I discovered actually on the road to Omaha because I'd gone to Target to get us some snacks to keep in the car. And on a whim, I picked up something called a dark chocolate espresso trail mix at Target. Oh, yum. The, the brand is Favorite Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not really, I mean, let, let's be honest. If I'm on a hike... And I'm in mile eight. This is not going to be the thing probably that I would actually reach for like a normal trail mix. This is really candy. Let's just be Mm -hmm. upfront about what it is. But it's chocolate covered coffee beans. And then there are these dark chocolate covered pecans. They're hazelnuts. It's just delicious. Mm. It's crunchy. And but it's it's and it's sweet because I mean, it's a lot of dark chocolate. But because it's dark chocolate, it's not quite so syrupy sweet as maybe you know different other other different kinds of chocolate would be but it's delicious and when we were in Omaha we went to Target one night after supper and I saw it there so I got another bag and then I haven't been able to find it here so oh no it's delicious I'm telling you it's really good do they have it online at Target you know sometimes some of that stuff they sell online I wonder I looked last week 
I just I didn't look to see if they could ship it. I'm sure they could okay. have. I was just looking to see if I could do a pickup order, but they, yeah. alas, it was not there in my Target. Oh, that's a shame. Okay, but it's something for us to all look for. Yes, it's delicious if that's your kind of thing. Um, the second thing is a podcast I started on the way back from Omaha. You know, I've had a lot more time for podcasts as you tend to yes. do when you drive across country and back. Um, and this one is called The Rise and Fall of Mars heel so it's it's all Mm. about marshall church and mark driscoll's time at marshall church but it's also about a lot more and i mentioned earlier you know i love stuff about leadership i love i love kind of seeing how different people approach leadership and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff and this is really based on the two episodes i've heard this really says a lot about leadership and the evangelical church and all that kind of stuff now for some people i'm sure this kind of thing is not maybe how they choose to spend their spare time mm-hmm. but but for for me especially as it got into the the second episode there's just a lot of good questions in there about um about when we demand loyalty as a, above honesty or when we mm. demand um span of above transparency you know there's yeah. there's a lot yeah. of good stuff in there a lot of good questions to ask ourselves, a lot of mm-hmm. good questions to ask within our churches. I just think it's really well done. And um, it's just one episode a week. So you kind of have to wait it out. They didn't, you know, release it all at one okay. time, but it's really good. Um, okay. The next thing is, you know, I love a good caftan. I love as a, mm-hmm. as a cover okay. up. Don't we all? Oh, and a couple of weeks ago, I saw a really cute one on Amazon and ordered it thinking, eh, I don't know. But listen, kind of like the cover up I mentioned, um, I don't know, six weeks or so ago, this one is thin enough so that if it, it gets wet, it'll dry quickly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's oh, also nice. it's also cute enough that you might just want to throw it on and go to dinner when you're at the beach you okay. know, with some good cheese. It's just really cute. Uh-huh. It's um, and there, but the thing is in this particular link that I'll put up for it, you're going to see a lot of different prints. So if, uh-huh. if the one that I got, yeah. is not your thing. There are a lot of different ones to choose from, but it's not expensive, super cute, very summery. I'm a fan. Uh-huh. Okay, I love that. A good caftan is a great summer accessory. It really is. It really uh-huh. is. And a great cover-up. Yeah. All right, the next thing is something that I I forgot about. And then when I remembered it, I was like, oh, I want to find that again. When mm. David and I lived in Baton Rouge, my sister-in-law's mother, Julia Clare, yes, gave us what's called, I think, a mezuzah, which is a, a little plaque a little brass plate that goes on your door frame by your front door and it said peace to all who enter here and I loved it and Mm -hmm. then we moved and then we had one on our house our first house when we lived here in Birmingham and then I haven't thought about it really since we've lived here and I remembered it the other day and I was like oh I want to find it and I found it on Amazon and so I'll put a link up to it but it's just a sweet thing it'd be a great housewarming gift for somebody or a great hostess gift for somebody. Just a sweet thing to put on the outside of your door. I love seeing yeah. it. It's just a reminder of what you want your house to be. What you want I your home that. to be. So mm-hmm. that's my fourth thing. And then my fifth thing is another podcast episode. This one a little bit different than the Mars Hill deal. This is the most recent episode of Faith Adjacent, which is part of the Bible Binge. Hosted by our friend Aaron Moon. And this one's all about John Mayer. 
And oh, okay. And as as you know, you have heard Aaron and and me talk about uh-huh. how we feel like he dances around the the edges of faith, even if he doesn't know it. Yes, you know that song. I will be found. Um, yeah, this in the blood. Like he he has all these songs that kind of kind mm-hmm. of I don't know allude to a deeper meaning. We just we don't know that John has found it. But anyway, so Erin gets into all that in her own unique way. So funny, so smart, so thoughtful. And it's just a blast to listen to. So, okay. All right. All right. That's a good one. That's a good one. So, um, because, you know, John Mayer, I've, you know, I've given him the side eye since I read Jessica Simpson's book. It's been hard. Yes. um, But yeah, every time I hear in the blood, I'm like, John, there's a deeper, there's (laughs) There's, a deeper thing there. There's something else going on, my friend. Deeper thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and Aaron even talks about how this particular episode, probably not for little ears, because she does get into his Playboy interview and his Rolling Stone interview, where he just really seemed to have gotten away from himself, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so anyway, really really fun to hear her break down all of that you know he's just one of those artists for whatever reason it's been easy to kind of get invested in his life and um so it's fun to hear Aaron analyze you know and sometimes yeah. you know we're we're not gonna we have to realize we're not gonna necessarily know yeah John's yeah. probably not gonna feel compelled to share these things with us but we can no. we can mine the information he has given us in his songs. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We can research and listen, if there's anything, I mean, if anything has, if I've learned anything from the, from the free Britney situation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is that I like to mine the depths of some celebrity <laughs> yeah. situations yeah. because I felt like this, I mean this, so I told you like one of my favorite accounts is house and habit right. to follow. Um, and she has been on it. She has a whole thing. And like every time she's like, I've got, hold on. There's so much information coming on new, new information coming. I mean, I refresh her stories like nobody's business. It's the show that I didn't know I needed because I'm so invested in it now. I like I really, there was a moment this weekend where I really almost bought a free Britney t-shirt on Amazon. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? I need to not. I'm, Right. I need I need to not. Did you so. read the Ronan Farrow article that came out this yes. past Saturday? Yes. I will oh link to it. It's 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 heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the whole is I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Like I don't know. Um, but I'm I'm saying whatever it is, it's not good. And mm-hmm. and she needs to get out. And I'm like, this is is this is Britney Spears the thing that's finally united the country? Because I feel like no matter where you fall on the political spectrum, everybody's like we need y'all. We need to set Britney free. Something, you know? something's not right there. Not right. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I thought the Ronan Farrow article was excellent and really well yeah. researched. And so, um, but I agree with you on the house and habit thing. When she puts up the picture of Britney with the breaking news siren, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm always interested, always interested yeah. to what's going yeah. on. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. All righty y'all. Well, that's it for this week. Just a, yep. Just a small national championship to listen to celebrate this week. How about the Bulldogs? How about the Bulldogs? That is so exciting. So, so we'll be back next week, everybody, and we'll also likely be back on Patreon at some point in the next week because we'll need to get our first July episode out. So, we'll be around. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye.